Elevation, good people, high vibes. You are back to the floor is ours. We are now in October. I want to shout out to everybody that's been rocking with us for for as long as you've been here. Honestly, we out this month. month feel me? <laughs> <laughs> the energy. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit on today, so we got it. We got it. My brother, happy belated to you know our our, our co-founder over here, Mr. Lamar. Preach, Libra Gang. You know it. <laughs> How you feeling, King? I'm feeling amazing. Birthday was great. Um, this has been a really cool week. <clears throat> Went to the gym today. Um, been going with you for the last couple of days, getting mm-hmm. that routine back on point. I still absolutely hate getting up early in the morning. Oh, so getting up though. I still will get up. See, get so up. you can't allow your feelings to dictate what you do. And I, mm-hmm. I don't allow my feelings to do that because every day I wake up, I look at that that phone, hoping that X is going to say, hey. You know, we ain't got to go today. Let's go tomorrow. But he doesn't, so it holds me accountable as well because I don't want to be the person that says, hey, you know what? I don't feel like going. (laughs) So I have no wiggle room, so it's good because it's forcing me to get back to what I was accustomed to. And it also, by doing that, it makes me feel more like myself. So Mm -hmm. the the easier it becomes, well, it doesn't become easy, but it allows me to create that routine again. So that was really good. Talked to my back today. My back told me that I'm not what I was before when I walked in, tried to do deadlifts. We were all laughing about it earlier. Because mm-hmm. if, if you've ever been to the gym before and if you were like a diehard for a period of time, in your mind, you tell yourself you're just as strong as you were before, even when you're really not. And your body, whichever body part you're working, will tell you very quickly, sit your ass back down, take some of those plates off. But that's been the highlight of my week. Been just getting back to that. Okay. okay. Easy. Brother Jay the fresh cut thank you thank you yes sir um everything's good on my end man i've been chilling out you know uh messed the neck up a little bit a couple weeks ago um you know when you hurt yourself you gotta step back and heal Mm -hmm. so i've been stepping back and healing you know Things getting a little softer, but it's all right. Come back about to be crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can wear hoodies now anyway. Exactly. It's that time of the year, you know? <laughs> Got to hide the fluff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everything's been good over here, man. No, that's fine. Fine, good man. Yeah, no, mine too. Everything's been, everything, everything has been straight. Like Lamar said, just getting back in a routine of, um, you know, giving back to self. I think that's the big thing I look at um, when we're getting up in the mornings too. One one reason I, I stick so hard to it and like we'll get up and may not even meet up it's just holding each other accountable like hey I'm up but you're still going right like I'm, I'm working out here but you're still going right and you know some people may lie and do that but me <laughs> we actually like <laughs> stick to it you know what I'm saying and then talk about it later but the big thing is just like create more time for me you know the past episodes we always talk about you know you're giving your time up to every everybody else most of the day most of every day you know five out of seven days of the week so you know when I wake up early in the morning that's, that's my time and you know you're just using variations sometimes it doesn't always have to be just working out the body it could be working out the mind I'll, I'll do stretches some mornings some mornings I might just read but um, there's still always a little physical activity going on always but definitely helps my mind going get my mind going in the morning so it's been good very good very good we don't have too much fluff for y'all today. Um, I know y'all going to miss it. But we're just going to kind of have an open discussion episode today. Very open discussion. So we'll just start with our three deep breaths. And are you ready? So we will start on me. <laughs> Lamar's ready. <laughs> <laughs> These nostrils don't miss <laughs> much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll start on me. So in. I don't. In. Out. In. Now. And you already know the drill. If you weren't in tune before, you are now in sync. You are now vibing on the same vibrations as the floors are. So let us move up. Let us vibe up. As always, thank you for being here. I'm always be grat- show gratitude and be grateful. Um, share, share, share. We are trying to be in the season of growing. You know, this is the season about to be fall, but we we on the way up. We vibing up. We're not doing that. So, growth, growth. If you hear something, you feel like somebody else can benefit from it, share. If you uh, 
even like a few things just just share you know and as always if you have any questions and if you want to interact with us uh the floor is ours at yahoo.com and um at the floor is ours at instagram and just give us a little shout out if you listen please you know what i'm saying we need that um today today's episode mainly on um on bias so this whole weekend even part of the weekend um i'm i'm a i'm a psychology kind of guy me me and jay uh, Lamar in his in his own sense too. When we definitely when he gets around us, we, we uh like to you know think and understand just behavior. Um, one of the highlights for my weekend and the week was more falling into uh, social. I'll say like um social theories or like social experiments. Um, I want I don't want to say like social therapy, but just uh, watching. Um, social socialists watch the behavior of people, and um, one thing that popped in. Uh, that stuck out to me this week was like, social bias or cognitive bias and um, understanding what that is and how it it, it, um, it ultimately affects all of us on a daily basis and uh, a quick like summary or small definition of that is like when um, y- your brain is, is basically built to be biased towards you and, and the things that you believe so like there's so much information out there all at once that we receive on a daily your brain will get this information, uh, filter it, and basically um, push you in a direction of what you already believe and kind of help you confirm the things you believe or just get the information that's going to benefit you for your life, right? And I think a lot of times with that, you know, you um, don't intentionally miss out on, per se, information or uh, opportunity or anything like that or just, you know, a chance of enlightenment. But, you know, you're living your life and nobody's really, really wrong from it. But, you know, if you are a person of, of expansion, trying to enlighten yourself, which I would like to assume that you are because you're here listening to us almost <laughs> every time we drop, you know, just you, you, you're probably a person of expansion in mind. So one thing um was uh I was thinking for a bias for us is like, do you feel like we have a bias even with our podcast? So I'll start with that because uh, I listen you know, to a lot of different podcasts, and um, there's there's a lot of good ones out there. Still, a lot of ones that uh you know helped me get started and had the idea of having it. But I tend to hear a few things, and it's like this is why, or <laughs> this isn't holding any substance. So it's too like surface level. So I feel like at that times I'm looking even at our podcast. I'm like you know am I maybe am I, am I being biased or but I really feel like you know I got a good one. Like we, we're talking about substance. I feel like this is a good one. So I'll start there and ask my brothers, what do you, how do you guys feel? Do you feel you have any type of bias even towards our podcast at the moment? I'm, for me, n- no, because I try to always be objective because that's the only way you can really grow, especially like in this kind of a field. Because if I think that everything we do is always amazing, that leaves absolutely no room for, absolutely no room for growth. Mm-hmm. So when I watch other people's podcasts, do I say, I think in certain aspects, I'm better than you in certain areas, but then I can look at them and say, hey, well, where I'm better at you in this, you guys may be better at certain stuff than we are. So I'm I'm from the mindset of I'll steal from you and I'll make what you do better in my own way. So that's how I used to look at like stuff on Instagram or Facebook when I saw like other fitness influencers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were doing things better than me. It's like, well, you know what? I can I can tip my hat off to you for that because you probably study, you implement it. Now I don't think you do everything better than me because, in my heart of hearts, I feel like I'm the greatest thing walking on the earth. But <laughs> I'll never become better if I can't say hey and point out where I can see where you're doing something different. I want to steal it. Sorry, everybody. Just want to let you know that for some odd reason. Everything just got cut off, so I'm gonna pick it back up. So, uh, what I was saying was, I'll steal it from you. So, if you do something that's really good, and um, way back in the day when I was first getting my Instagram started, um, I studied like the marketing strategies of McDonald's. Like McDonald's would steal an idea from like Chick Fil A. Remember when they did the the Southern Chicken Sandwich? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't as good, but they made their own version of it. And like whenever somebody was doing something popular, they would always try to modify it and make their own version of it. And some of the things are, are staples that stay. Some things don't. Like. But I always try to look at something that's successful and see how I can steal a part of that, make it my own, but still like benefit from it. Like, cause I feel like it does you absolutely no good to just be like, hey, 
everything we're doing is better than them. Everything I see, everything I feel. Because low key, when I used to think that, and I, I would say it out loud to someone else, they were like, you sound like a hater right now. <laughs> you are the, the definition of what a hater sounds like when you don't feel like there's anything that you're doing wrong or you can grow in and everything someone else is doing, even though they're more popular than you right now, mm-hmm. even though their followers are like triple yours. Oh, so you can't learn anything from them? You're the one? Yeah, I'm still the one. I'm just going to steal from the, the other one. That's like a 2.5. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. But that's just how I look at it. Fair. Um... I I guess I would say like yes and no. I feel like based on my understanding of cognitive bias, like we're all going to do that in some way, shape or form. Like, you know, we'll listen to this podcast and we love it because the content is stuff that we care about and we relate to. So it's like off gate, there's there's a certain tier in the mind we've already reached you know we'll still critique ourselves on this that and the third and stuff and i think we're really good at stepping out of that bias Mm -hmm. i think naturally we'll all do that if we're not actively working on it but we have we do a good job because we're self-aware and we're aware of other people and other things working and stuff we're good at shifting away from it but i do think Initially, with most things we do, we do have a little bit of that, um, even when we have our conversations. But that is one thing I appreciate because of the same thing there where like we'll all gravitate to the same thing. Like if we're talking about an event or something like that, you know, there's a certain place we're going to go with it based on how we perceive things and blah, blah, blah. blah. But we'll open each other up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? After a while, it's like, all right, well, what do you think about this? And what right. about this angle? Blah, blah, blah. And because we have a high level of respect for each other, we will explore those other areas. So it's like a yes and no thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's the big uh, part of like the, uh, the, the bias in itself with the, the big, um, like I want to actually just bring back like the, the, no, like the, I would say like the Google definition of which was a cognitive bias is a systematic thought process caused by the tendency of the human brain to simplify information processing through a filter of personal experience and preferences. And the filtering process is a coping mechanism that enables the brain to prioritize and process large amounts of information quickly. Um, once again, to sum it up, it's like, you know, your, your brain is creating like shortcuts and it's mm-hmm. like that. Um, and that's just, that was just for the people that may not be too familiar with it. You know, that's just a, to you know give our talk a little more substance. Those two specific ones I wanted to bring to the table today, and um, what you were saying um, does tie into you know the a whole bias in itself because most time the bias is, is looking in and it's not really like you know looking out. And before when we started talking, I, I uh, proposed one that I learned um, earlier today and then yesterday as well was the uh, anchoring bias. And I was telling the, uh, the my brothers here that like um, anchoring biases is, is basically like that first piece of information that you receive is like your tell all like your truth and you you are anchored to that and you don't like go past that point of uh, of information and um, one of the examples that uh, I saw earlier was um, I think I, like I told you guys like when Apple came out with the iPad right and iPad was was projected or predicted I say projected not even predicted projected to be a thousand dollars when it dropped right um, when it actually came out it was four ninety nine. and when people saw that their first perception was oh I just saved five hundred dollars if I buy it now like I saved money and like I said my brother's like you didn't save anything actually you bought it for the price that it was <laughs> actually sold for because they told you you know they didn't say it is a thousand dollars they were saying you know it's projected to probably be about a thousand dollars so when it dropped oh yeah save some money vice versa if they had said the ipad was going to be 199 and then it dropped for 499 you're going to feel like you got cheated you know what i'm saying and that was a good example of just that that anchor like you know you that first piece of information and you see that a lot with uh sales sales uh salesmen saleswomen um you'll see that a lot with a lot of uh advertisement um you'll even see it in with like with news, which is a good, um, a, a good example. Most people don't go past what you do, you know, what you see from your anchors on the news and what they're projecting, projecting to you. So I know, I know, we've seen that. <laughs> such and such is a killer. I knew it. <laughs> That's it. We got to think like where most like, most uh, stereotypes come from. Mm-hmm. Most most, and if you really stick into that, you've probably fell into like you know anchor bias. Black people love watermelon. Yeah, I like chicken. <laughs> Every. 
everybody kind of likes chicken. Yeah, but black people like it a lot. You like it more because you're black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, why is that? Why? Why do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, for for what? But can you think of like you know any? Uh, I was trying to think today. Like, is there anything that if I felt victim recently to any like anchoring bias? And I think sometimes I may fall um, fall victim like when I'm I'm listening to something like that. I want to bring to the podcast you can almost say I might have even felt for, for this it was like oh this is a little piece of information let me bring it up but I'm not I'm not sticking to this I'm actually digging in with my brothers and and talking more about it like from another piece of perception like what do you guys think too what are you seeing what is this not just oh yeah it's that and that's and that's what I know like you know I listen to three different people speak about it you know and not just the first initial oh, Google this guy I'm a pro <laughs> hey guys cognitive bias I'm a psychologist now, <laughs> so psychologist but you know what I mean? <laughs> but what do you think like and I know you what do you think on this one so what you're asking if uh, like for examples yeah like if you felt like you fell into any like anchoring or do you see anything you notice a lot of like anchoring bias that people fall victim to or even yourself if you want to get personal for myself, I feel like like this is my first time hearing that concept. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if I sat with myself for a minute, I could probably come up with something. But I imagine just because of like the way I approach most things, if I do have anchor bias, it'll be on something that at least to me in my perception is small, something that I don't really pay attention to. So I just write it off real quick. Mm-hmm. That's the that's how I view that. It's like um for me, it would be something unexplored because I do think I do a pretty good job at, you know, testing my thought processes and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just when it's something that I value or I'm interested in or if it's something necessary for a certain interaction with certain people and stuff like that, that's kind of what gets me to go into those things. Otherwise, they're just there. That's exactly how I was feeling about it, too, because this is the first time I've ever heard someone like bring it up in that aspect. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to kind of sit with it for a little bit, hear your like your guys opinions about it. And it really just depends on how interested I am in whatever it is that we're talking about. Like when you brought up the the iPad scenario, like, well, if I already knew in my mind I wanted the iPad, if you're making me feel like you're giving me a steal. Like, I'm more intrigued by trying to purchase something that I already knew I wanted. Now you're just making it look sexier to me. So it's about the presentation of whatever it is that you're trying to sell. So if I want a brand new car and I know I'm in the market for a car, but I know certain things are out of my budget, but you make it look like I can afford it. You're you're walking me into something. You're walking me Mm -hmm. into a decision that I already wanted to make. And that's one of the things about sales. A lot of people have like the wrong idea about sales. Like I'm really trying to sell something to you. No, you already know you have a need. I'm trying to create the the best possible way to get your need satisfied. Mm-hmm. So you called me. I didn't knock on your door. So you knew you needed something. Like, for example, I work in um, the air conditioning business and I sell a lot of systems and I only sell systems to people that need systems. Mm -hmm. So like you made a decision to invite me into your home, tell me about your problems. And all I did was give you an illustration of how I can solve your problem. So me telling you, hey, the system was $15,000, but you know what? (laughs) Because this is already attractive to you. Let me make it more attractive and let me deduct some money to make it easier for you to transition into the decision that you were already going to make before I got there. Mm -hmm. You just wanted someone to hold your hand through the process and make you feel good about a decision that you know you needed to make. Or you just, I don't know, but that's just how I took that in. No, no, that's good. So their anchored bias makes your job easier. It does. does. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, one good, very good aspect. And I do have a good example now, too. Thinking about it, one like you said is. How much do you like it? How much do you want it? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think I feel like you know it's it's a whole psychology in itself to sell to people that you know doesn't really get looked that much. But it's also easy when somebody does have their mind set on getting it. Right. You know, I think one was uh, my last one might have been most recent the PS Five. Mm-hmm. Like for those that don't, you know, I'm a gamer, so I, you know, like when I get my time after I give everybody my time, everybody else my time, I like to you know sit down and play my games. But for one was uh, the PS Five when it dropped, right? You remember, like, um, it was going, flying. People were dying, but people were buying doubles, selling it for double the price, $800, $1,000. Some people were going crazier than that. I looked and said, I'll wait. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, every time I was getting, like, um, a little bit of check money, I would just put some, some money to the side for it. Like, you know what? I, I know I'm probably going to end up 
probably paying a little bit for it, but this will probably be like the last game game system I'm gonna gonna get for me personally. So it'll be worth it. Mm-hmm. Put away, put away, put away. <laughs> One random day, I get an email from Sony. Mm-hmm. Thought it was fake. It was like, hey, want a PS Five? Four ninety nine. And I'm looking at the I'm looking at the mail like, nah, this email is not real. Yep. So I'm going around work like, yo, look at this because everybody already heard me talking about it. These phones listen to you. Yeah. As y'all already know too. But I'm walking around like, yo, does this does this look real, y'all? So just getting confirmation. Like Rico will tell you, Rico and Marvin at my job. Shout out to y'all. I showed them like, oh, y'all know I've been talking about this. Boom, this boom, 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 boom. I even said it to my wife like, look, how's this look? And because you know your wife is going to be one of the most skeptical people in the world. If you mm-hmm. if you got a good wife, you know, <laughs> you, if you got a good wife, she's going to be very skeptical skeptical of everything. Showed her, she was like, I mean. It kind of looks real to me too <laughs> So I'm like Alright you know what Let's go into it Looked into it It had me actually Sign into my PSN But long story short I got the PS5 In my mind Immediately was like I, have to, I already put Seven eight hundred dollars Away from Four ninety nine. Yeah. I won I got extra Now I can go get two games, Blah 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 Now thinking about it now It's like You knew God, you already won yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying Like So that was a whole You know A whole sales pitch You gotta think Like they, they knew They knew that they had You know this amount to sell they know it's anticipated they don't know this the smart thing to do would be like alright let's let this little bit out boom blah, blah, people let's see how they react to it let everybody buy it sell it buy it buy let's get a little, another little drop right, let's get another little drop and then like the few people are like alright well since we got the sales numbers that we needed or exceeded let's just throw these little emails out real quick now let's see who Let's go fish. Let's, let's selective marketing. Yeah, let's, let's, let's see yeah. who gets it, and then there you go. You know what I'm saying? Just just like that. It's and cool, yeah. It, it's it's cool. It, it is. It's like the psychology of it is dope. But there's dope. always like a breakdown for it. Like hearing you talk about that makes me think about my members. So like you always give people preferred pricing that do business with you quite often. So mm-hmm. in your mind, you're thinking you got to steal it, and then they're like, well, hey you're already signed up for these emails. Like we already have access to you. So why not give somebody that's going to do multiple, well, make multiple purchases with us a small discount. Maybe you might post about it. Maybe somebody else might see it. Mm-hmm. That same person that sees it isn't going to get that same discount of four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. We'll give you the three off or 300 off. We're going to charge them an extra $500 for it right. just because. Right. So right. like, there's always like some way that somebody's trying to not get over on you, but they're trying to feed into what you like. That's why when you sign up for all these memberships or like these reward programs, they know you do business often. Like I, I have Panera rewards. They're telling me I can get six free bagels, but like, <laughs> y'all know I rock with y'all. So mm-hmm. you're giving me discounts <clears throat> mm-hmm. to keep me motivated for something I already like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, keep spending your money here. Yeah. Keep, we'll keep giving you little bonuses. And it's always like little keywords in there too. Cause it was like, I remember the email a little more clear now that I'm thinking about it. It was like, hey, hey Xavier, you've been selected. <laughs> it makes the words you know? feel special. Like, like they don't give you, a shit about you. You mean randomly generated? Like, <laughs> you mean you saw that I spent this much money yeah, exactly. with you over the last few years? Oh, you saw that I just bought another Like, this ain't random, baby. Exactly. Oh, I just signed in the PSN looking for this? Oh, nice. Thanks. But I've been selected, though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any uh, any any other further thing that you want to say? I didn't want to skip you, brother. No, no, no. All right, cool, cool. So the the next part of it, um, the next part that I had is uh, it's confirmation bias, and I think this was um a good two to start with, and uh, I'll read this here for y'all. So confirmation bias, people's tendency to process information by looking for or interpreting information that is consistent with their existing beliefs. This biased approach by decision making is largely unintentional and it results in a person's ignoring information that is inconsistent with their belief. <laughs> and um, I'm trying not to like laugh and read that, but it's like, that's the world we live in. America. <laughs> so to... Would you like to expand? Put in, I was going to put it in a nutshell, but would you like to expand? Uh, I mean... Me personally, I don't know how far to expand on that. You just look at politics. Like, <laughs> that, is, that is all of our politics, bro. Um, and it's, for me, it's a very frustrating thing to watch because it's, it's almost gotten to a point where you really can't have conversations with people anymore mm-hmm. because they go to their two to five sites, they mm-hmm. type it in. And it's, and it's interesting how they say, like, it's not intentional and stuff because... I've had conversations with people that'll tell you up and down, like, no, I've done my research and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And it's like, the more I think, it's like, your 
when you're looking up stuff, you're looking it up based on your understanding and terminology. So it's like, you're going to type it in, uh, did Biden do this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> did Trump do that? And you're going to find all the articles that talk about Biden doing this or Trump doing that. And they might not be fully accurate, but <laughs> it hit the nail on the head to what you already thought was going on. So mm-hmm. that's it. And then especially you add, like, we got so many people that are like, oh, the government lie to everybody so I don't trust nothing the government say or I don't trust nothing the major news channels say I only listen to the, the small town news channels they're the only ones that really tell us everything that's going on and they be having the wildest thought processes yeah. and beliefs because <laughs> they're their information is so limited because they limit themselves because they don't trust anything else mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and it's like like me for example I think there was a time where I was like that um, luckily I don't think I had any like really extreme thought processes so it never took me like any deep little weird pocket but it's like when I got out of that how I stayed out of that was listening to everybody so it's like if there's something out there something major going on blah 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 I listen to all the news channels talk on it and I'm like the truth is in there somewhere I'll pick out the truth, which, you know, that might be my bias in certain areas, so on and so forth. But I think I do a good job at, like, seeing what's consistent versus what's just because this platform wants to preach this message versus this platform wanting to preach that message and stuff like that. But most people are scared of that because anybody that don't directly tell them what they think it already is, it make them uncomfortable, you know? That's fair. So I was thinking the same exact thing. Like, I feel like a lot of people are just afraid to learn in the moment. So they always immediately put up their shields and they're wanting to fight you about what they believe they know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like I, I really fall victim to that because I'm usually really open to conversation. So I'll listen to someone's point of view. And if I do research on something, I don't try to sell it as if like I know this for a fact. Mm-hmm. The first thing I'll usually lead with is this is what I read. I don't know how true this is, but this is just one source of uh, information that I got from this. Like I'll, I'll talk to y'all. I'll talk to my wife. I'll talk to like people at my job. Mm-hmm. And I always try to volunteer that this could potentially be wrong because I don't really feel like there's an absolute answer for, for anything. There's like never something that's 100% right. There's never something that's 100% wrong. Like there's always like a small margin of like there could be a little truth to this. There could be a, a, a small like not lie but um, something that's not exactly true. So there are people that when you talk to them all they really want to do is just argue that point home Uh I read this one article (laughs) but it it really goes back into what we were talking about before if this is what you want if somebody dresses up what you already want it makes it so much easier to consume like no matter what it is like you don't really have to look too far when someone's serving you your favorite dish like hey you know what I like this Uh so I'm gonna eat more of it it may not be good for me I don't really understand what it does to my body outside of making me feel good but sometimes people don't really care about that like they don't care about what certain things are doing to them as long as for that short short moment they they get that instant gratification of feeling right Mm -hmm. especially if you're used to being wrong if you have something that makes you feel normal or you have somebody that makes you feel like you're educated like I think a lot of people gravitate towards that idea of being with someone that they feel like understands them and makes them feel important and makes them feel like they're right. And a lot of us sometimes don't feel like that, like whether it's in like relationships, whether it's at your job, like we're all searching for a connection. So if you can connect with something or someone that makes you feel special, Mm -hmm. makes you feel like a priority, makes you feel like you're right, it gives you confidence. And when people have confidence, they talk loud. Mm -hmm. And the the louder they get, (laughs) usually they get further, the the furthest away from the truth. And the truth doesn't really matter that, that, that much at that point because now, Perception. This is what I perceive to be true. So I'm going to give you this perception of what the reality really is. And I'm not going to try to look at somebody that can counteract what I think, Mm -hmm. because that's where you really find the growth. Like, yes, it's great to be surrounded by people that think like you. But occasionally you got to have a conversation with somebody that doesn't have that same mindset. So that way you can grow from some of their thought processes. Not saying that that's always right what they're thinking, but you're not always right either. So if you guys can come together you maybe can find the right answer versus trying to be on opposite sides just because you read something. 100%. I think um, I think some of the the words that like stuck out to me too was like the ten- tendency to process information by looking 
for or interpreting information that is consistent with your existing belief. And the big thing about that is, so everybody's always looking, you know, for for validation through other other um, other avenues or people that agree with them. For one, a lot of people don't like listening to I would, I would say like the you know, the enemy, the opposing side. But those, if you take a look at like the best debaters or the best people that like that have a, a good opinion on everything, are those that look look at the situation via every possible mm-hmm. you know perspective uh, perspective or perception so it's like when they're coming to like if you look at some of these debates the good ones and, and not all of them are in politics because these guys like to deflect more than anything anybody that, that, that deflects is not a good debater to me like if you can't <laughs> be open-minded and listen interpret the information understand which means you don't always have to agree with it mm-hmm. but you at least understand you know what other person's coming from you know i think that can make you a good debater now you yeah. have another level of okay i can talk to you on this level while still pushing my point with, so you know I'm not trying to prove that I'm right this is just me showing why I believe what I believe and you know how I can make get you to understand it I do think um, with uh, with people not looking at the opposing uh, side like like you and Jay were saying you close your mind off and you anytime you close your mind off you trap yourself there's not really room for growth at all so like um, I don't like the idea of of looking towards other people for things that I, that, that I believe already or trying to prove something I believe. Like I have a, another funny example is um, I was watching like a video earlier also on cognitive social like bias, right? And this guy was doing um, a social experiment with people and he kept saying, um, he's like, hey, I'm gonna give you guys three numbers in a sequence, right? And tell me what my rule to the numbers are, right? So he says, two, four, eight ask everybody what it is and I'll just kind of summarize it so it'll make it too long or anything like that but everybody was like oh uh, two four eight and then they were giving further sequences like oh 16 32 and they're like okay multiply everything by two ask him is that's the rule no that's not my rule he's like okay uh well can we give you other sequences of numbers yeah go ahead so they started doing okay well three six nine that follows my rule a whole bunch of different multiples like multiples three three let three numbers three numbers three numbers and uh, the whole time like everybody was just giving sequences thinking it was just a multiplication of something and then the end result was um, one one uh, one couple got it and they were just like oh is your rule that if we just give you ascending numbers he said yes the whole time so it was no matter what three numbers you gave him as long as they were going up that was his rule so nothing to do with multiplication you could have been like oh two seven fifteen yep that's my rule. And he was telling people, yep, yep. He's like, so my whole idea of this was, you know, to try to get people to challenge themselves on thinking outside of what they think they know it is and not trying to prove what you think is right. It is more so, you know, digging deep, thinking from another perspective and, and challenging yourself. And he was like, one of the many things that these social behavior, uh, behavioralists, I'm going to mess that up right now, or people that do these social experiments do is like they come up with theory or any scientist and is it, is, it isn't to just have your theory. It's come up with your theory and go try to prove it wrong. And then it's when your theory is proved wrong that, you know, you're back to the drawing board. But if your theory isn't proven wrong, that's when like, oh, okay, we're kind of on, um, we're kind of on to something. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and the whole time he was like, you know, we always, like I said, look for the, you know, look for the, uh, the confirmation of what we think is right. And, but ultimately when we start um, asking these questions and we don't get the yes when we get the no it's that's when we are searching for more information so you think you want to get the yes but it's actually when you don't get it you start digging in and searching more right because it gives you the opportunity to actually figure out what the why is mm-hmm. and it won't usually be like a quick answer and I feel like for some people that that want to have those conversations they really want to be short it has to be quick like I read this this is what's real mm-hmm. but like you were talking about with the people that are actually doing like the studies and actually go out and implement like some type of uh, survey or whatever it is like it's that's really interesting to try, try to figure out why something is the way it is outside of you just reading it and thinking that it's, it's all based around fact I was looking at some things for like uh, fitness related stuff to where they were saying that there's more women that are in shape than men that are in shape past like 35 and I'm like okay why <laughs> and then I, I understood it for um, not to say that 
women have more free time, but there's a lot more stay-at-home moms than there is stay-at-home dads. So you can take your kid, take them to daycare, you can get your yoga in, do your little burn um, hit uh, fit camp or whatever it is. Meanwhile, maybe dads at work, he doesn't want to go to the gym after work, whatever excuse it is and why he doesn't go, but he just doesn't go. So I was like, oh, you know what, that makes sense. So I wanted to dig into it a little bit more of myself and I was thinking like, okay, well, I get sometimes I don't want to go to the gym after eight hours. Like I don't have that free time and just understanding the why that people have these these percentages or figuring out why they feel the way they feel about certain stuff outside of just believing it just because they they wrote it down. But you doing like independent research to make it make sense to you Mm -hmm. because I hate someone that just repeats something that they read from somebody else and they present it like the gospel. And I'm like, I instantly want to just start poking holes at it. Like, well, what about this? What about that? Well, this isn't really your opinion. Like, you feel like this. You agree with them, but you don't really understand why they feel the way they feel outside of them agreeing with you. So if you don't do the research, you're really just being a parent to something that (laughs) felt good to you, sounded good. Like, hey, you know what? That sounds right. I believe that, too. Mm -hmm. They know why. You just don't know why and why it's important. That'd have pissed some people off, too. <laughs> hey, not everybody want holes poked in their story. <laughs> that is the truth. Santa Claus is real. I believe that, it. Mm-hmm. That is the truth. <laughs> I was just trying to talk. I was just looking for somebody to listen. I hate those conversations. I wasn't asking for input. Like, all right. Oh. Don't <laughs> talk to me. But, uh, <laughs> hey, like, jokes aside, like, Sometimes, you know, people are just like that. So, you know, to clarify, there's nothing wrong with just wanting somebody to listen to you and stuff like that. I think, you know, I've had to learn to do a better job at asking up front. Like when somebody start venting to me, like, Mm -hmm. are you just venting or do you actually want to hear some of them other angles? Because there are a few of them, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but I I sit back if you want me to sit back, you know, would you, would you like me to present you the realm where you're wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Or where there's room for growth. I think it's all about how you dress it up. Like, would you like to grow from this conversation? Like, I don't think you're wrong. But I don't necessarily agree. <laughs> hey, that no, phrase I, don't but, always work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, what, like the reason I said that is because like no matter like sometimes no matter how you dress it up, that's what they hear. It's like, yeah. well, here's why cognitive bias. There you go. They're understanding the moment you say growth, their perception of it is you're saying that I'm not grown. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I came to you immediately. So you, I came to you so you can be consistent with what I believe. <laughs> <laughs> see, but, see, that's the thing that's the most difficult though, because a lot of people like when you say one area that that they need to grow in, like they'll generalize and say, "Well, I you're saying I need to grow in every area." Nah, just that one. Just that one. <laughs> just that one where you're lacking. Like you're good everywhere else, baby. Everywhere else, but this one right here. We need to grow on this one. I am grown. Yes, I know your age. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, this is not a reflection hey, of that. I, and, and in those situations, because, you know, I've had similar uh, conversations with other close family members, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And I've realized that to counter that, you've got to appeal to that. How would I explain it? Like, for example, I had... Uh, a heated discussion with somebody recently and they was yelling at me like you're always you're saying I'm wrong about everything and I'm the one that's got to fix this and that and blah 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 and like we had our back and forth and then it was a point where I just asked him like what's wrong with being wrong what is it that you dislike so much about being wrong well it just feels like you're not holding yourself accountable and you're not blah blah blah, blah, blah. and I'm like is, is that all and they're like yeah, what else is there? <laughs> so, and, and it was like in that moment, I realized, all right, let me take a step back. And I had to acknowledge, like, look, I'm not saying that I'm perfect versus you. I'm not saying that I handle every situation better. I'm saying in this particular angle, if you had moved this way, I feel like the outcome would have been different. Uh-huh. And I hold myself to the same standard. I'm not telling you nothing that I don't try to implement mm-hmm. in my own life. Am I perfect? No. I fail sometimes. I hope somebody lets me know when I'm messing up. Mm-hmm. You know? But are you coachable is the real question, though. Yes. Like, yes. I am. Yes. I will say I feel like overall I'm coachable, but I feel like there is that initial reaction with certain people. See, I didn't mean you specifically. I'm mm-hmm. just saying in general. Because oh, like yeah. when you were talking about that person, like mm-hmm. 
everything to me screams I'm not coachable because if you immediately want to return this and make this about me this ain't about me player mm-hmm. like I'm trying to help you like well you're not perfect perfect so you can't help me like well I don't think my teacher got A's on every test mm-hmm. but she can grade my test and give me an F and tell me where I need to improve like I don't need to get your credentials or try to attack mm-hmm. your character but then it just becomes well are you coachable because like, <laughs> you know it's like I, I think like a lot of people and this and I think in a lot of ways this comes back to the bias they they, they look at their own experience and how they handle things and how they deal with things and how maybe certain people around them do it and they tell themselves everybody does that. Mm -hmm. Most of the time when it comes to like uh, personal, like emotional, mental, stuff like that, people don't see your progress. They don't see the work you're doing because that's internal work. So it's like, it's very easy when you get into these discussions and you've never had them with each other before Mm -hmm. to go, well, he probably do the same thing as I do. He probably act like this. He probably act like that. And it takes like, it takes a certain level of patience to even get mm-hmm. through that when you know that's not the case. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that patience, then you make the situation worse. Yeah. Yep. And now neither of y'all done got mm-hmm. to that point nice. that you need to get because you're both emotional. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, um, I think what helped me is when I started recognizing that and I had to start learning how to word things better to slow the conversation down Mm -hmm. because it's like you know you know me once I get hot I'm there that's it I'm not nice (laughs) (laughs) everything I'm saying is very straight to the point and it's it's not catering to no feelings or nothing but like being able to step back for a second like uh you know letting people know like I'm not trying to be against you right you know uh we're here I want to we want to get here you know what I'm saying I want to get here together I'm on a path of growth I want you to be on a path of growth if I feel like we're not getting there that's what we have in the conversation for but you literally gotta train some people's minds that like I'm not your enemy we're having this disagreement because we're not on the same page of you know wherever we need to be and that's why we're having this discussion and for some people that's very difficult to unpack and and you know another thing my bad brother it's like another thing is like you understanding you know who you're talking to and I think we we spoke briefly about you know the the company you keep that one episode and now like I'm hearing it I'm like you know there's even bias in like the friendships that we have too right like one big reason I said on the last episode I said again is you know I'm always going to get perception from you two when I bring you know when I bring whatever situation I come if it's I don't really bring too much of my marriage situation <laughs> we got that but if I have any situation I bring to you guys you're going to bring me some type of perception towards it and I think the important thing about that is is being open about it and y'all not there to agree with me which is the biggest thing you know I'm not I'm not bringing it there to, to be like oh this is and that boom 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 right y'all yeah X yeah you know it's like <laughs> no it's not that's like nah X hold on what about you know this specifically one I recently had a conversation with you know some, a family member and um, we haven't really spoken a little bit but this you know it just showed you know when you uh you reach a different plateau in understanding like who you who you're talking to, and like you said, the uh, the direction of the conversation. So this person is telling me you know how one of their close friends had did them wrong, right? Did them wrong. Um, I don't put him no, no more, man. Him, everything he's about, he dead to me. Oh, uh, what happened? Such and such. Um, basically, like they they went to they went out um, a, an outside group, started pressing one of them the wrong way. The person, uh, so said friend, <laughs> you know, didn't um, defend as a friend should and more so defended the opposing party. I'll say it like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And his eyes, oh, you're done. You know what I'm saying? You know, that isn't supposed to happen. Nobody got hurt physically. Nobody's physically hurt. Emotions may be hurt. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, but as your friend, you do you look at your friend in a specific way. Now, me hearing it, you know, I am. I'm like, hey, I understand that. Right. I understand why you know you can be mad at this person. Have y'all spoke about it? Does he, like does that person know your piece? Is this relationship salvageable? Like per conversation, is this a conversation you guys could have and you know save it? What you're doing? Nah, 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 nah because this isn't even the first time that it's done something like this. Immediately, my mind goes. Also, oh, there's patterns to this now. You know, this thing happened. This time happened. This time happened. I hear you. I hear the patterns. Each time you've gone back. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no like, I didn't. You know, I didn't get to this point because, like I said, I'm a person of like when I have you know a conversation with you, um, I can tell when my words are going to fall on deaf ears, and I'm not one for wasting my words at all. I don't. I don't like doing it personally. You know, I'm for one a good listener, open minded, and you know I, sometimes I try to. I try not to project on other people and like you know be open minded with what, what's saying to you because you obviously pre- presented this to me to hopefully get some insight if not cool but at least here's you know a different perspective this was just like nah there's no other way like I'm saying it because this is just what it is I'm like oh okay well speaking in absolutes yeah like this this is it I'm like alright well you know I, if you really want to get into it and, and dive into it like why what makes you keep going back then if you if this is the person that they showed you who they were that many times you know is it that bad if you're going back? Have y'all spoke about these things before? Or do you guys just fall out each time and then time passes by? Time heals all. And then you you, know, <laughs> you come back and kumbaya, high fives, pound it up and, and keep chilling until it happens again. See, Meaning I feel like that would be interesting, though. Like, I don't know if you guys watch Snowfall, but if you do, there's this scene with uh, Franklin when they were talking to like this guy. It was like a business meeting and they were friends. So it was his kind of like his brother. Like they were getting into an argument like the other guy was it was man boy franklin and lee all right so franklin and lee are super tight like right. they're like how we are right and there was an op basically the same situation that you were describing and the op is talking down to his partner so was lee wrong in the situation yeah lee was very wrong because he overstepped his boundaries but in that moment i feel like when you're at war like you defend your people. And I feel like that's an unwritten rule. Now that goes back to those expectations where you haven't actually had a full bias, blown conversation mm-hmm, about it. Mm-hmm. So you're expecting them and you do have a bias like, hey, I want you to give me the same energy that I would give you. Because mm-hmm. if somebody's at your neck, I got a knife behind them. Like it's just not going to end well for them. So protect me the way I would protect you. And I get how your cousin could be mad about that. Now, should he have had a conversation after like the the first or second time hell yeah like we gotta sit down and talk about this like hey bro when we're out if I'm wrong like it looks bad on bad for business it could be a relationship whatever like if you speak negatively against me in front of other people it makes us all look weak mm-hmm. like we are a unit when we're not, I'm not well you and your homies ain't units but like we move with a militant mindset to where if you attack a soldier mm-hmm. I'm coming at you like that's just how it should be so you shouldn't go with the op now I know this someone can say well what if what if your friend's wrong? I can address him in private because mm-hmm. that's still my man's after at the end of the day. And I'm going to still have your support. I will pull you to the side like, hey, bro, this was wrong. Like, I didn't want to do this in front of everybody else because you still my people. But I have a, a certain loyalty to you to where I'm, I'm going to be with you. I'm not going to let you make a horrible decision. Like if you're talking about, hey, let's let's shoot the club up. Like it has to be like a reasonable thing to where like. I'm not doing all that. We're not going to go extreme. But if it's like something mild to where you just had a, a minor altercation with someone and it's all words, no one got physically harmed, yo, I got your back. Right. Get to the car. Bro, please don't do that again. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if y'all know the scene where he's like, you're going to let somebody mess up the money because you don't like how another at all. Like, that's where that comes from. And like you can feel the frustration. Like, I got your back regardless, but you made us both look like suckers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's funny because I don't, I don't watch Snowfall like that, but I You know that, that scene. scene. Yeah. Everybody knows that yeah. scene. I got to watch Snowfall. Too, too. I built that, this shit brick by brick. Franklin was But for real, protecting, yeah. uh, yes. protecting public, Correct and private. Yep, mm-hmm. it is, and there's ways, and you know, there's there's still ways to do it. You know, it's I think a lot of times where, um, or majority of time when I'm out or there was altercations with the you know the party that I was with, if my homies were wrong, I wasn't just like nah, bro, like and, and talking to the people was more so like. I'm probably dragging you away. Like, yeah, hey, hey, come on, bro. Like, then it's not worth it. Right, like that's, that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? it's not worth it. now, and that and that's time. It's like I'm not demeaning you. Right. I'm not not taking your side. I'm not defending them I'm just getting us away Being from the situation yeah. you know, hey it's not worth it come on we're back let's back respect up. is the key exactly so now when we now once we get to that close doors again bro look that it's wrong that was not it <laughs> at all like and I've had you know I've had a lot of these conversations with people like but they'll respect you for that though yeah yeah I mean, you got to be a good person. I mean, yes. unless you just really caught up in like, nah, that club got shot up. Got <laughs> I got to. Yeah. But, but yeah, man. So that's uh, I think that's good. I think that's good. That 
episode one of, of one of the biases maybe we'll make it into a little series because I, I like where, where it's going and once again I, we haven't said in a while but this is a podcast that builds on itself so now we'll be able to one bring talk expectations and we'll dig a little deeper into these biases I'll have a I have another good one for you like next week there's like I said there's like nine to twelve of them in, in breakdowns these are too good for I think surface level and good like conversation for open discussion next one I'll probably dig in a little more and you know, kind of gear it around then. And maybe you guys will have some fluff. I know y'all missed it this episode. <laughs> but we definitely had it. We just didn't record it. <laughs> it wasn't for you. <laughs> but um, as always, the shout outs. Y'all got any, for any, any good people out there, the listeners, before we wrap, wrap this up? No, shout outs always go to the family. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the love. Always. You already know. Shout out to wife, family, the listeners. Thank y'all. Listen, share, grow with us, vibe up. The floor is ours, and we out. Easy. Woo! Oh God! Flex, flex. Flex, flex. Flex, flex. I'll be flexing. I be jigging, I be jigging, straight finessing. Hold it down for a nigga, don't be stressing. Count that money to the ceiling, it's a blessing. Oh, what a blessing. Cause I be flexing. I be jigging, I be jigging, straight finessing. Hold it down for a nigga, don't be stressing. Count that money to the ceiling, it's a blessing. Oh, what a blessing. I'm back with my bullshit, bitch. A nigga is all in. The way that I'm fucking your bitch, it's not a surprise. The shorty keep calling. She make it bounce like she make it bounce. Killing the game like all the Shorty think I'm him. Just on the money I'm counting. These niggas know that I'm balling. I said they mad, upset. All this ice on my wrist. All of my rolls to protect. I'm just as good as it gets. Chalk a nigga with a bag, bitch. Shorty bad, she got ass tits. Definition of a savage. I'm on a road making these plays. Getting to the bread, I'm serious. Walking the money, trying to trip. By definition, I'm amphibious. Black diamonds wipe the tension shit yeah. Folks lame, boy, piteous Shorty claim that she love me But she, she love me more when I'm in this shit Flex, flex Hey, watch me flex, shawty Running up all this cash Don't, don't you forget it, shawty Flex, flex Them VVS is shawty How they gleam around my neck Shit tell you hold that I be flexing I be jigging, I be jigging Straight finessing Hold it down for a nigga Don't be stressing Count that money to the ceiling It's a blessing Oh, what a blessing, cause I be flexing I be jigging, I be jigging, straight finessing Hold it down for a nigga, don't be stressing Count that money to the ceiling, it's a blessing Oh, what a blessing Woo! Oh, God But she love me more when I'm in this shit